Hello, everyone. This is the Easy Allies podcast. I am the Dark Prince of Nerd Media, Kyle Bossman, and joining us this week, Bradley Ellis. Ka-chow! <laughs> Michael Huber. Howdy. Uh, Brennan Jones. I am Speed. <laughs> and Ian Hink. I am the shadow of a waxwing slain. Ooh. Better. That sounded like a we, lyric. We got we got outdone, Brad. What do you we mean I'm out. a talking Nobody car? Nobody outdone did out. <laughs> Nobody outdid ka Mater. Ka-chow! Ka-chow, Mater! I said ka-chow! Uh, uh, Jones, if you would, please begin Corrections Music. So, uh, Grand Blue Fantasy Versus mm-hmm. keeps popping up in our Corrections. Yeah. Because uh, we have people doubling down on both sides. We do not know if that game is coming out February 18th oh. or not. Oh, okay. So they're not scrubs? It's potential. Ben more. Ben Moore said they're scrubs. Jones, we may have a situation where we discover that maybe Ben Moore is the scrub. No. Yeah. Never. Yeah, it might happen. We should have said we should have we should have talked about this off camera. Yeah. This is... So basically what happens is if the game comes out February 18th, we don't do corrections anymore. Okay. Forever. Ever uh, at all? Yeah. <laughs> Cause then oh. what's the point? If they if they're just if, if the corrections aren't right, you know, we just just by the nature of our own duty, we just have to cancel them. However, if the game does not come out on February 18th, Ben becomes a scrub. Oh no. Yeah. So it's a lose-lose. It's a lose-lose. Can you put like a lower third for him whenever he's on the podcast? Yes. Just and, and not not his Twitter account. And if he wins, yeah, he cannot give his Twitter handle. He has to say, I am a scrub. Um yeah, it's just the way this thing works. That's just our system. Okay. It's yeah. unfortunate. I mean, maybe we could amend our constitution, but like, okay, into it. Okay. Death Stranding on PC will be published by 505 Games. Yes. End corrections music, please. Mm. It's time to play Tough Bouncers. Now, this is where, of course, Easy Allies, we're well known for running the most popular club in LA for video game sure. characters. Huge Which I'm club. proud of. Like, really, good job, guys. Like, I just feel. The studio was was great, was but something. we've had this. Yeah, we've really been we've been at this for a really long time, and it's it, bleeding mm-hmm. a lot of money, but it's worth. I it. know, it's yeah. Well, so is Easy Allies in general. You know yeah. what I mean? It's gonna pay off. Don't worry. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Wait till everyone's in town for E3. Yeah. This place will be thumping. Well, that's the yeah, problem dude. is, the club's full every night. No Sony characters though. See what I did there? See what I did? Yeah, there? but nice. like we should raise <laughs> prices. I think maybe we gotta raise price, prices because the thing is we have to turn away video game characters every single night. We have to serve something other than just sake and maybe you know they'll <laughs> buy more of it. Huh. I didn't think about that. That's yeah. a good idea. Write some of this stuff down. Yeah, yeah. Like beer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in fact, if in the corrections do you know how to run a dance club? Help us out. Uh, okay. But we have two video game characters who we need to decide if they're going to get into our party or not. First up, Agent 47 from the Hitman franchise. Wow. Uh, This submission's from Joe Town, who says, look, he's going to get in anyway. I know, exactly. He doesn't need our permission. He says, he might already be in there. (laughs) Yeah. If we invite him, he might scare away the creeps he's supposed to assassinate. So if Hitman Hitman 47 must walk in, Agent 47, excuse yeah. me, must walk in. Maybe, you know, there won't be a ruckus. <sighs> but, like, he doesn't want to be seen. You know yeah. what I mean? And, like, the people his like the people he has to kill might spend good money. All right, here's our other option. It could be Dan. I don't want to lose Dan. <laughs> Dan from Street Fighter? Yes. Oh, boy. He's a good patron. Nobody yes. lays a finger on Dan in our club. Now, there's a Hitman game. It, him killing <laughs> other video game characters? <laughs> yes. <laughs> And it is like the kind of jokey ones. It's man. probably yeah. a Newgrounds game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Be really. 
Uh, the other option is Mayor Pauline from Super Mario Odyssey. Mm-hmm. When you have the hottest club in town, yeah. you need connections. So a good connection with the mayor of one of the coolest towns, she knows people, no. and you need more women at the club from Shy. Uh, Plus, she's a performer. Yeah, yeah. We, we're gonna. she's going to have to get up on that stage. But does she want to? I think she's just here to party. If she wants to, you know. Does she yeah. want to? I mean, come on. If I'm Will Smith sure is just... going to your club, is he going to start just hopping up and doing Miami? I'm yeah, worried, I'm I'd give it a 40% chance. <laughs> okay. Sorry, Hubert. I'm worried she'll be disappointed with our club and then just, like, take it over. No, our club's great, dude. Yeah. Yeah, what do you mean disappointed okay. with our club? Yeah. I mean, Hubert, New on, Donk man. City is that's quite a club they mm-hmm. got. I don't know. I'm nervous about this. I'm nervous well, about both picks. She'll be even more upset if we turn her away. True. She'll shut us down through the law. True. But if we turn away Agent 47, there will be a murder in our club. Maybe. Maybe it, he'll just sneak in. Does he not always kill someone? I feel like in... I mean, it's called Hitman. It's always a murder is your goal, but right? But no one's going to find out about it. You know, like two weeks later, we'll go into the freezer and find the corpse in there. And then we'll just, you know... <laughs> And we've dispose got of it the way that. you normally dispose of corpses. Yeah. Is Pauline there to just hang out or perform? It sounds it's like up she's, to her. It sounds like she's there to rub elbows, if anything. So hang out. Not hang, but you know, like make connections. Yes. Okay. On our behalf or on her behalf? Her, on her behalf. behalf. I okay. think it's a win-win. Yeah. Of Ling Pauline in? Yeah. I yeah, me so. too. Think Hit, of the crossovers. Hitman's a liability. Think of the publicity. Okay. Mayor yes. Pauline yep. goes to our club. In our club? Yeah. It's got to be on TMZ. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. All right, I don't Pauline, feel comfortable having uh, Agent 47's phone number or, or email address or however we're going to contact him. I mean, just that alone oh, he's, makes me nervous. He was, it's, imagine they're both in line at the club. Yeah, right? okay. And they're standing next to each other, and we yeah, have just, to look at Agent 47 and say, yeah, you, I contact. <laughs> you, in. Yeah. Who's doing that? Damiani. 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 Yeah. For sure. That's why it's a game called Tough Bounce. muscle. It's not yeah. easy. you got to make eye contact. It's got the- no virals. <laughs> <laughs> no. All right, <laughs> so... <laughs> News this week. We have some project announcements. Okay. Not quite game announcements. Not quite my favorite way to start a podcast. But a project's a thing. Yeah. It's the seed of a game. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, 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 Ninja Theory. I didn't even write it down. Uh, Ninja Theory made an announcement for Project Mara this week. And I want to use their phrasing be- because it's very particular. Uh, project Mara will be a real world and grounded representation of mental terror. Based on real lived experience accounts and in-depth research, our aim is to recreate the horrors of the mind as accurately and realistically as possible. So they released a trailer, um, uh, which is, I mean, the trailer looks good. I thought I was looking at like an actual real mm-hmm. stairwell and it's like, oh no, this is just some next gen stuff right here, I guess. Um, but it, it did seem like a horror game. And then you read into their description of it, of Project Mara, and it sounds like it continues on, uh... If you watch like the developer diaries for Hellblade Senua's Sacrifice, um, it was a lot about like, hey, we learned a lot about mental health and we're trying to communicate it through this video game. It looks like a lot of what uh, Ninja Theory is trying to do is keep that going through other video games, even outside of what Senua is all about. And yeah. that seems like what Project Mar is into. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Very cool. I'm down. Yeah. Something different. Yeah. And that's it. I mean, all we got was a teaser trailer. It's uh, not. It's first person, right? It, it the trailer was at least okay. Yeah, because they usually just do third person action games, so it'll be interesting to see them do something different. I guess. Yeah. Especially with Hellblade Two coming up. Yeah. I imagine this like being pretty small scale. I can imagine this being something yeah, along the lines sure. of like an Erica, like a one one isolated Hopefully thing, like, like a, a, you know, like a yeah. small scale thing, Edith Finch thing, or something. Yeah, like yeah. That. They said scale. it has one character in one location. Yeah. yeah. It looked wow. almost Edith VR Finch. to me. 
one house. And uh, I think that's a good point. I think when you're trying to say something with a video game, most often you want to keep it short. Yeah. Because when you have a message and then you're also grinding, you lose your message over the grinding. You know, when, when you're just Collecting padding out items. your game, yeah, you yeah. kind of lose your message sometimes. And so I do. I'm way cool with that. Yeah, and me too. Yeah. yeah. I saw social media actually kind of mixed on Ooh. the issue. And it is interesting that when you see, I think of like that dragon cancer. I remember a lot of people were upset at, you know, these parents that had lost their child and then gone out and made this game that they're like, you're capitalizing on this loss. And they're like, we're, we're doing the exact opposite of that. Yeah. This is how we process that grief. And we want to educate people. And, and we think it's an interesting psychological experiment. And so it's, I, I yeah, I just, I just want to comment to the stuff that I saw because I don't really have a definitive opinion on this, that mm -hmm. if you have an ind indie developer coming out and making a project like this, it's interesting when you have... Somebody like Ninja Theory that's won awards and has a lot of, you know, has presumably made some money on Senwa already and now is putting that into this gigantic, the first big thing we've really seen that we know was running on, you know, the Xbox Series X. It, it feels a little bit different. You know, it feels kind of like, yeah, we're going to make this awesome game about mental illness. And it's like, I don't know how people that might have that mental illness would feel about that. They'd be like, well, I don't, I don't know if I really want it perceived as like an awesome horror thing or, you know, I don't know. It's it's. Uh, I will say, just based off what they've communicated, they can't be being more careful. Yeah. Oh, sure. That's why the, I'm the people for they're it. employing and That's talking to, and I, yeah, 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 they can't be. I'm like, not saying I'm yeah. I am distressed about it, or I think they yeah. will do it poorly. But it is an interesting thing to like wrap the entire studio around. You yeah. Know, and and make it like a huge initiative mm -hmm. going forward. Well, in terms of making and selling a game, you know, and not just like we're doing this to donate to this charity or we're doing this to create this thing. Like we're making more games about this. Mm -hmm. um, so when they announced Bleeding Edge sticky. as their next game, part of the disappointment is not just like, hey, come on, a hero brawler, whatever. Uh, but part of it's just like, oh, you you were doing something with your last game. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah, hey, you were doing. And so I think that there are people at the studio who still want to do something for sure. Oh. And I do. I see this as like multiple branches. Yeah. I'm sure they have tons of ideas they want to do. Yeah, because they're also working on something that another project. It was, it was kind of funny in that video, hmm. uh, the video that announced Project Mara. I know it was mostly focusing on the mental uh, research stuff, but he was like, "We're done with Bleeding Edge, so now we get to do." It felt like they were like, "We're done with that." You know? <laughs> so yeah, now we don't want to do. Like money, do. Game. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. money game. Yeah. Uh, the Insight Project is another. Totally different game that they're working on. I think another wow, one. Wow, they got a lot of games. Yeah, so they have got Jeez. Bleeding Edge, Insight Project, Senua Saga, and Project Mara, all from the studio. Wow, four. And that is the influence of Microsoft dollars. I was gonna say first yeah. party Microsoft. Microsoft. Yes, thank you. Yeah, hey. Ninja Theory is amazing. Pretty cool. Yeah, very very cool story. Huber's been singing about Ninja Theory for I six love years. Em. Love them to pieces. Actually, and how long? Just, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm I love uh, that these conversations take place, and all I can really do is like, you know, support the people behind it and mm -hmm. you know like hope they're doing it the right way yeah so, it, it was uh, like journey of the west that i think enslaved really enslaved yeah. when did that come out that sold it for you right. i'd say 2007 8 9 yeah, yeah somewhere in there Hellblade 20 heavenly sword or whatever no, sorry yeah. Yeah. Sword. and that was like heavenly a launch sword. title right mm, or a launch no. year like i don't near. think it was a launch title oh, okay. but yeah it's close okay yeah andy circus strange Andy's strange path that studio's been on yeah yeah October 5th, 2010, 2010, Ian. Very clutch. That is when uh, Enslaved came out. So, yeah. Yes. Ten years of great games. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. Um, we got another project that was announced this week, and I don't even want to talk about this one. Project Xehanort. Xehanort. Oh. <laughs> project Xehanort is a mobile game uh, yeah. in the Kingdom Hearts universe. Will be canon. 
yeah, the yeah, other one is. You know, it's all canon. canon. Yeah, yeah, they all are. It's all um, connected. And I think actually, Brad, I think it is the same team that worked on the key. Oh, really? Okay. Game. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope it's a little different. Yeah, we don't have any details right, right. now. They are holding a contest. For people to guess what the title of this oh, game is. Oh, dude, I should enter that. Yeah, you should. <laughs> is that like, are they Bad. just going to pick the one they like and then name them the I winner? We should all enter that. Yeah. I, I, to, what are the, it's kind of acknowledging that your titles are nonsense. Mm-hmm. To be like, we're yeah. having a contest to guess the title. Like, what, what, yeah. we you'll should, never guess. Of course we won't. Let, if, no, we won't guess. We should design an AI <laughs> that like generates uh, Kingdom Hearts titles. And like JRPG titles, just yes. nonsense words like yeah, yeah. remind feed it, feed it and, and like yeah. parentheses and dashes and stuff. Please. Um, what if it's like finally the easiest title and it's just like Kingdom Hearts Xehanort? Mm-hmm. I will feel like I got got <laughs> in that case. I'm like, okay, you got me. Take that. <laughs> yeah. All you people make fun of them. But that could be anything. Of course anything, you can. Anything. Yeah. Which is weird that they announced it before we see it. Oh, so they did show at least one image. shot. They showed something. the image of Xehanort playing chess. So mm-hmm. I believe this is, you see the, the path in which young Xehanort took. That's to what I'm hoping. It's a an evil man. Movie. Yeah. So it will tell a story. Yes. Okay. Oh, count origins. on a story. Jones. Dude, what if you play as Xehanort? That'd be sick. Dude. And then you just have a bunch of bad days. Bad day after bad day after bad day. And you're like, um, you know what? The dark is cool. <laughs> Zayn Origins. Cool. I like this power. It's kind of it's kind of like that movie from last year, um, where that guy he like wants to be a comedian, but he like has like a, a really, he gets like beat up. He's like he's like has the sign, and then he gets like mugged in an alley. Avengers then, Endgame? No. Oh. He like wears makeup, and then like little Nikki. He gets fired. <laughs> yeah, I can't remember so many movies from last year. I can't. It was remember. 2019. Yeah. yeah, a lot of movies. Oh, The Joker. No, no, no Rise of Skywalker. It's not the Joker. No, <laughs> it's not the Joker. It was like a, it was like an award-winning indie type of movie. You know what I mean? It was like well, a, that, that's it was a very me. subversive, unpredictable kind of film. Nineteen seventeen. Is it Booksmart? Might have been. Okay, so we got another really interesting headline uh, from a very particular uh, website, Video Games Chronicle. Mm. Uh, they had this. This. It's an interesting headline, right? But I like. It's, we get into some nitty-gritty of Ubisoft that I love. Uh, yeah, let's do it. Headline is exclusive. Ubisoft revamps editorial team to make its games more unique. Mm. And so we, we, uh, we talked about what Eve said uh, last year when they made their big delays and said, we need more differentiation between our big titles. We're canceling some. We're delaying them. We, we biffed 2019, and we're not going to let that happen again. Um, but here's, I want to read like the first three paragraphs of the story because I find this stuff very interesting. Okay. For two decades, the creative direction of Ubisoft's games and IPs has been overseen by the editorial team, a Paris-based group of around 100 designers and producers who advise on everything from game design to script writing. Basically, Ubisoft had the Patriots. I was just saying. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yes. The Lolly Luli Low. Yes. While they don't create games themselves, the team has a huge impact on development teams across the company. Historically, editorial's influence has resulted in cohesive vision across all Ubisoft titles and learnings from one project feeding into the next. It was the editorial team that drove the company towards open world and systemic games, pushed online elements, and insisted that its narratives had a thematic basis in the real world, but avoided taking a political stance. How cool. 
So Ubisoft had yeah behind the scenes. I love this. This group of 100 people who never worked on games themselves, but worked on all of the games, and made sure they had this unified Ubisoft vision. It well, that did way. some of these people work on the games? Because it's 100 like designers, right? Yeah. So did they also work on the game? But then you also get like picked for this group. I don't know. Dude. You know? Yeah. Like, I think you're, if you're part of Ubisoft editorial, you work on all the games. They're okay. probably doing like research too, and just seeing what people like. Oh, because hundred people, yeah, for sure. yeah. It's like you could e- you could even do that in past like Assassin's Creed games. I think like tell them what you liked about the game or something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like oh, people like this kind of open world game. Like doing it like this structure. Let's make a lot of our games like that. So here's what's cool though: the chief creative officer, uh, Sergey Hasque. Uh, he was basically at the head of all of this. Mm-hmm. Everyone, everything went up to Sergey. Liquid Ocelot. Yeah, maybe Liquid Ocelot. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. maybe okay. he's but like in that level. The fox. <laughs> um, liquid Sergey. He hasn't been demoted, however, scolded. He's been those beneath him have been nerfed. So sorry, they've been buffed. So he oh. hasn't been nerfed, but they buffed. So now. Balance. Now, editorial, Ubisoft editorial will have seven vice presidents. Mm-hmm. Whoa. And this, is, this stuff isn't rumor. This is stuff they've announced at this point. So there will be seven vice presidents <laughs> who are each in charge of different franchises. And they're allowed to do whatever they want with those franchises. Sergey will oversee everything, but the seven VPs get to decide mm. what they do with their yeah. franchises. So say one of these VPs is in charge of Assassin's Creed. Yes. Then how does that... like? Does that VP then override the creative director, the game director of, yes. say, Assassin's Creed? Yes, Ragnarok and they're saying that's the next that's how it's been working, except yeah. Sergey was overriding everybody. Got it. Yeah. So now instead of one person, it's seven. Yes. Got it. And but basically, and some some of it was direct interviews, direct quotes from Ubisoft, and some was. Uh, uh, um, Un, uh, sorry, when you you don't credit the person. In an anonymous. Anonymous. We had some anonymous sources at Ubisoft mm. who said that, uh, yeah, man, like they did override everything. Basically, oh. uh, if they if editorial made a call, you just implemented it. Whoa. Yeah. Well, what is Sergey gonna do now? He oversees it. Consultant. I honestly think he did get nerfed, and they just didn't want to admit that. It seems like they tried to like make him resign or whatever, and he just didn't. Right. Or something. <laughs> It I mean, kinda, I have no idea. Yeah, I mean, he still has his title. He's still chief right. or operate chief creative officer or whatever. But yeah, I think yeah. Um, Cushy. Yeah. I Cushy. like I like this move because like Ubisoft kind of stumbled there at the end of this generation. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, pers- to, to, w- the way you said it, it sounds like they screwed up all of 2019, where it was mostly Breakpoint. Like I don't. What mm-hmm. else did they do? Division two came out strong and then just. They had huge expectations. It for delayed hard. a lot of its stuff, right? So I yeah, thought that there was a lot it of needed del- that one huge update right after. Yeah, and it didn't get it in time. I yeah. think. Yeah, Division Two just kind of buckled. Huh. Yeah. Um, and then I think they were looking at some of their projects. So apparently, a very big project at Ubisoft Montreal was just outright canceled. That mm. was look. It was like nearly done. Um, so yeah, I think there's more beefing than we were even aware of in 2019. Mm. I wonder if that's why we saw so little of Gods and Monsters because they like they still were going to keep the concept. Oh but yeah, it just not. They're like, uh, 
Yeah, I think it wasn't that work. one, but you're right. I think they don't want to show too much. No, because yeah. that exactly. obviously didn't get canceled, but yeah. uh, we still don't really know, like, how does that play? What is that, you know? Yeah. Is this just going to play like another classic, you know, Ubisoft open world game? It's interesting because this it sounds like Ubisoft is like the anti-Activision. Because, like, with Activision, every Call of Duty is very different, you know? Like, that just, <laughs> you know, skips all over the place. Yeah. Dodging and weaving, you know, it's like almost you need to not do what the previous COD did. Otherwise, nobody's going to buy in. We were surprised that the new, you know, COD this year didn't have Battle Royale, but it's kind of, like, of course it didn't because they want you to still play the old one. Um, but it, I don't know. It's I kind of liked, I, I did like it for a while, especially with Division, because I felt like, you know, so many people looking right at Anthem, you know, like really stumbled immediately for everything because they didn't know what to do with the structure. And I felt Division really knew what to do because they were learning lessons from other online games. They were learning what worked in other Ubisoft games. And I thought they applied all those lessons really well. So I, I, you know, I'm happy about this and not happy at the same time. I'm surprised. I'm really surprised at how embarrassed they were from 2019. Yeah. Because it wasn't like, when I played Breakpoint, it wasn't like, oh, there's just some systemic issue with all of Ubisoft corporate. It's like, no, you guys just clearly made a worse game than Wildlands. Like, it's very obvious what you did before and didn't do I, now. I think it's, it's just the, the straw that... Mm-hmm. broke it you know because yeah. it's like going from odyssey and then the di- to division and then to breakpoint didn't and odyssey do well though odyssey did great but it's just that like vibe right the mm-hmm. ubisoft template well yeah. and you had far cry before that too far cry but just like going into breakpoint you you feel the fatigue even mm-hmm. more so when the game isn't good mm-hmm. like the reason i don't feel Assassin's Creed fatigue usually is because like it, it's always good I always like them you know it's never really bad but I think when there's a bad one yeah you know that then you just start kind of resenting it and you're like this is always the same I wish they'd take more time because mm-hmm. I am kind of on the fence of like I love that Assassin's Creed is an annual franchise but wouldn't the dream be that there is no disconnected overseeing council of this shouldn't it be just like Let's let's make this a family again. Let's have like one studio working on this game with love and care, mm-hmm. and now it's just this big. I think they have way too massive many corporate for that now. machine. Yeah, oh, they yeah. have way too much yeah. for that now. Yeah, but their games are similar, and oh, I just yeah. I mean I selfishly oh, I love that because I love all their games because they 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 very much fit into a structure that I enjoy very much. You know, like a lot of people hate that checklist stuff, and like I just I crave it. So, uh, I, no complaints for me. It just right, but the, the complaints come from the I shareholders. I played the hell out of Breakpoint, but I can still recognize yeah, think, that it was an, an right. inferior effort compared to what they had done previously. Yeah, and yeah, so I'm. It, it, I almost wonder if there's a danger in being so. I mean, this was not an official report from them. There are parts of this that they have talked about. Yes, but I wonder if it's almost a little bit dangerous to make such a big. You know, to, to like blare the trumpets that like we are making changes mm-hmm. because then it's like, oh, well, OK, well, then I'm really going to look at the next Assassin's Creed with a critical eye, mm-hmm. not just cool. Another one. Now it's like, oh, well, let's see what they did. I mean, like I would have just thought it would be another Assassin's Creed. But I mean, you said you were doing all this stuff. So let's see. Yeah. yeah. And if it's just like, OK, then it's like, well, it didn't work. Whatever you did. And I think that's the problem is we won't see these changes in exactly. Watch Dogs yeah, or Assassin's Creed. We won't see them this year. Yeah. Yeah. I'm worried. <laughs> yeah. I'm worried Ragnarok was too far along. Or it it totally is. Oh, for it sure. So I, yeah. I'm worried that it's just But like feel they so took similar. a year off already from it. So mm-hmm. hopefully they did some things to change it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The last of its type. 
It will Maybe. be the last Ubisoft Watch, game with Watchtowers. Yeah, yeah, right. Watch Odyssey first. felt no, like the end of an era. That's why all this news is exciting, and and I want them to really shake it up. Because to me, Odyssey did feel like, okay, we've taken this <laughs> template all yeah. the way. This yeah, is the right. culmination of this template. Gotta change it up now. Yeah. Yeah. Trim it down. Yeah, trim it. Do something. Trim it I, I think, like, just as, like, a fan of video games, I'm very excited by this council of seven sages, the seven vice presidents, mm-hmm. who will oversee yeah. all of Ubisoft's projects, yeah, and yeah. they all have their own specialties. It's just so <laughs> neat in a weird yeah. way. I do appreciate they, the they do some weird stuff, though, every now and then. Like, they did all the Rayman games. They did mm-hmm. Mario and Rabbids. They, yeah. did, they did Star Fox, Starlink, right? Yep. They did yeah. that. They did that the Roller bike game. Champions, whatever I it's called. Still not out. Still, Still not, not out. out. Yeah. But, like, they're trying weird Trials. stuff, which I like. Trials, Trials. thank you. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Steep, Dude, which I didn't huge. like, but it was close. You know, like, I would I would, I would, would be excited too. for Steep, too. Steep I'm, two. We're never going to get another SSX, apparently. Yeah. So it's like, if Steep's all I got, I'll, I'll, I'll put my chips on Steep, sure. What was the Ubisoft car game? The Crew. The Crew. Did you like that? I barely played the crew. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. the crew was was the crew the open it. world one? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah the crew was I had fun with. It played by Ubisoft rules. Flying yeah, right. flying yeah. from one flying from the east coast to the west west coast in the crew was interesting. It's it was cool. it was immersive yeah. in a weird way, being in the cockpit and like yeah. just flying over trees and trees and trees and then like, oh here comes Chicago. Ah you know, like <laughs> so I dug cool. that. Like, it's, it's why I'm kinda curious to check out uh Microsoft Flight Simulator. Oh, that'll Mercy, be way baby. different. That's a franchise yes. I've never, I've never really dipped Dude, in. Dude, <laughs> Jones and <laughs> the it's, Flight Simulator. It's also uh, open world. Oh, so you talk about open <laughs> so world, <laughs> open <laughs> Earth, baby. And but, I just imagine like Jones talking to his passengers, yes. and right now, we're just, <laughs> you, you right. know, he's going to be like talking out loud. But it seems it, it's just just fascinating story. I'm, I'm fascinated by Ubisoft because I think they've really yeah. done a fantastic job this Love generation them. across the, you know, not like with everything, but I think like overall, I think they have they can call this gen a win. And it's interesting that I think they much more. I mean, how companies like Rockstar, you have companies like the EA that has big hit, that makes a ton of money. They have big hits, but it's not just like across the board that you see them making so many people happy. Um, and so it's interesting that this almost kind of speaks to how you handle this, how you ha- manage this many franchises that are always coming out with stuff, how you're like, yes, Assassin's Creed is coming back. But here, look at this weird rollerblade game. You try to do both mm-hmm. at the same time. It's just like it's like overcooked, man. It's just like yeah, we're, we got, we got ten pots going all at the same time. It is Ubisoft so weird. is like and we're gonna try not to burn anything of the video game industry, right? Because I com- truly believe it. Compare them to Huge. their two closest competitors, EA and Activision, and how many franchises they put out per year. Yeah. It's not even close. It seems like they're terrified to have that much to have that many yeah. plates yeah. spinning, and so I, yeah, I just thought they were doing so well. It's 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 fascinating to me that they were so like ashamed. Yeah, you know. Like samurai, just like oh, I betrayed you. You know, it's like no, you were fine. Yeah, <laughs> I do. I also feel like though, I feel like there was dissatisfaction despite their success. It's, it's when you try something wildly different and fail. I think it's more okay when you're just repeating the template. Yeah, and it's failing. Then that like let's shake it up. So right, they were doing the same thing over and over yeah. and over. I think some people would be like, oh, man, I kind of hate this, but it keeps selling. We got to keep doing it. And then when it finally stopped, when it finally dipped, they're like, hey, does anyone have any problems? And I was like, yes, yes. <laughs> what is the editorial? What is that? You know, I, I think that probably sprung up the second it dipped. Like they all they all rushed to the tower yes. and got to the top and like. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, got to Sergey's office and kicked the door open (laughs) Uh, man I love that Uh, you know what we'll talk about it for one second Techland delayed Dying Light 2 from spring 2020 to who knows when when it's those are always so intense Mm -hmm. that's really intense because we're not close to spring 2020 Mm -hmm. 
Maybe we're kind of, I guess we're, we're kind of close, close yeah. right? But to delay it to no date at all is kind of freaky. Wasn't Dying Light 1 a January release? Can we fact check that, Ian? Like a January, February? And it was so hot at the time. It was the that classic January release. Hmm. Came out Nothing really time, out, came out yeah. at a good time. What if they're gearing up for like a 2021 January release? Okay. Next yeah. gen? Sure. There yeah, it is, January 2015. January twenty January twenty right really good Hubert. January yeah. twenty twenty one yeah and that's that game is one of the leggiest games of the generation that Dying game light. had legs yeah the yeah. enhanced edition and the ex- that with the expansion People and all that yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah fascinating after all of the other uh, postponements though that this is indefinite they're yeah. just like we'll let you know later yeah. And especially just because of like the major selling point of this game was that like this world's gonna go nuts when you make decisions, and then now they're like, uh, <laughs> we, so, yeah. we might. Uh-huh. There's a chance we might have bit off a little bit more, and we we could chew right now. Our mouth is full. We'll see you next year. <laughs> yeah, well, and I think I think we will not see them for the rest of this year. Makes sense. Right. Yeah, but um, they'll be next gen then. Yeah. 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 I dug those demos. Yep. Both the last E3s. I'll, I'll see it at... <laughs> will they be at E3? Yeah. They made a slice for you. they have a theater demo at E3? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll make a bet that they won't be at E3. I will... I'll, yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. I mean, if they're saying no spring 2020, we'll, we'll tell you soon. What, like, oh, man. Yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I think it's okay. I don't think it hurts. I mean, we, they don't, they don't want to get too far into next gen to come out with this puppy on yeah. PS4 and Xbox One, but I don't know. Good luck to you. Yeah. All yeah, right. So intrigued by the game. So uh, last week we had the NPDs. We missed them. Uh, and so we have NPDs this week. Uh, and uh, they're, they're not news one week later. You know what I mean? It's not spicy news. And so I'm going to f- use the NPDs as a framework for discussion with the Easy Allies because I think this might be interesting. We, because it was the December NPDs, we had 12 full months of video game sales data for the U.S., um, but it's very interesting in not just its rankings, but what I want to play with our panel today is a game called 321 Impact. Now, we're going to talk about th- these games of 2019. I feel like we're, we're deep enough into January to have some perspective on 2019, but not far enough away to be certain about the games that will have an impact later. Mm-hmm. Right. What impact will they have in the continuing years? Kakarot. Yes. Impact. <laughs> No. no so I would say Kakarot okay. is a one or a zero. So there's there's four levels of impact. Okay. okay. Zero, one, two, and three. You oh, give it a okay. one. I would maybe one. zero, dude. Give it a one. Throw it a one, Kyle. Is, well, will it inspire I like that it's sequels? not one, two, three, four. Yeah. It's zero yes. is one. Yeah. Yes, it will. Okay, then it would be a one. Then it would okay. be a one or a two even. If, if there are other games trying to emulate it, if other games try to be that and it gets its own sequels, I'd give it a two at least. Okay. okay. Cool. That, that's kind of what I mean here is okay. like is is – Maybe not even just like does it get sequels, but do people keep talking about it? Mm-hmm. Got it. Do people write essays about it two years later? You know, that I think it'll earn more than that One Piece game, and they seem similar. They're both like open worldy and Dragon Ball is just bigger here, yeah, though. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Okay, so the number one game of 2019 is easy. Call of Duty. Yes, Call of Duty Modern Warfare, best-selling game of 2019. Uh, what's the impact rating on that? I don't know. I didn't play it. Doesn't matter. Do you think people are going to still talk about Modern Warfare from 2019 huh. a year from now? I don't. Uh, maybe like small aspects, not like a huge amount. No, they won't look back on it like they did with four or anything like I that. Agree. I agree. Yeah, I don't think it had the impact of the first Modern Warfare. I, I mean, Modern Warfare well, no, nothing can. You can't I'm, keep doing <laughs> that. Yeah. I'm to answer this. I'm trying to think of the the Call of Duty games we still talk about now. Yeah. 
and the only ones are ever Modern Warfare 1 and 2. I'd say Black Ops 1 and I maybe love, Black, Ops Black Ops 2. Ops. I love Somehow. Call of Duty 2, yeah. which yeah. is yeah. normal too. Yeah. But for different reasons. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Ghosts for all the wrong reasons, but yeah. Yeah. And so I do. I wonder I wonder if this game has an impact after after 2019. It's the best-selling game. More people bought that game than any other game. It's tricky because mm. I, the next Call of Duty is going to be on next-gen hardware. And technically, I mean, having not played it, the, the, the number one thing I remember just from all of the discourse around this Call of Duty was just like, this is going to be the best-looking, the best-sounding, so, the best. Mm -hmm. we, are, we are just literally making this as gritty and realistic as possible. Whereas how is that not going to be the same conversation we're going to have next year? Next-gen, more power. This is going to be the, 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 the prettiest, the best-sounding, you know. The fish AI. Remember the fish oh, AI at the beginning of this yes, generation? the dog. Yes. The dog's jaw, yeah. Yep. Right, it was, it was exactly that same pitch, Wacky. Jones. Yeah, so it's funny I wonder if that's going to kind of step on what they're saying this last year. It's like a three and a zero, right? Because it's yeah. like it sold the most, <laughs> and it's going to generate a sequel, obviously, but it's not generating the sequel, and it'll the next one will sell good even if this one bombed, you know? So it's like weird, yeah. It is three weird. and a zero, I like it. <laughs> and it's a three and a zero. I go zero. three, though. I go so three it's hard because it's just, it's caught, man. And what's weird is I think we're past an era where anyone's trying to emulate Call of Duty. I think there was definitely in the 360 era Medal of Honor. Like the, people were just trying to make their Call of Duty fy mm -hmm. their games. Mm -hmm. And you know, Call of Duty's playing catch up now. They're like, "Hey, we need to we need to do a, a battle, battle royale. royale." You know, it is strange. Yeah. You know, the last one before this was Black Ops 4, right? And then or Yeah. It was it World was World War 2. World War 2 and then Black Ops. Yeah. Then okay. Yeah. I always like Call of Duty, but I will say, after finishing this one, and and I still dabble with multiplayer every once in a while. Played nice. like played a couple days ago. Cool. Um, I will say this reaffirmed the fact yet again. It it was like a shot in the arm of, I'll take a Call of Duty every year. Hmm. This one really did that for me. Where it's like, okay, you know, th I, this this is I love this. Yeah. It was like the definitive. It is what it is. I love this. I'm in for the next ones, yeah, you know? I get it. You get whereas, like, whereas Black Ops 4, I was like, ah, you know, Call of Duty, you know, kind of getting tired of it a little bit. Well, there's no campaign, so that might yeah. hurt it for you, too. Yeah. But I, this really made me locked it in. Lock it in. So I don't think this panel is going to be able to guess what the number two game of 2019 was. FIFA? Mm-mm. Grand Theft Auto 5. Mm-mm. Damn. NBA 2K20. Uh, oh, I was this game. Say another sports game. With really, 2K20. 2K20. Yeah. yeah. Slot machine. Yes. 2K20. Yes. Huh. Yeah. People. Yeah. They keep doing it because it works. Yeah. Wow. Shocked. Mm -hmm. Shocking. And we know we know for sure it will be top three next year. Yeah. yeah. 2K 2K21. You know, just like it's the NBA 2K maybe. games yeah. are it, beloved. It's yeah. fascinating because it's like it sells so well performs so well and yet you can't talk about it on a podcast mm -hmm. i think if you stream it no one would watch yeah it's a, it's just it's like its own industry almost you know it's just like it is it's such a fascinating thing uh, i watched, it, I watched it. some streams there was, no, I love there was 2K. no 2k20 yeah. advertisement during the game awards there was not you know like not yeah. even mentioned they don't it's need like, to yeah. yeah i know it's yeah. so it's like it's it's its own it's it just is. Its own weird it appeals thing. to like totally different people than us yeah it does have its own impact i would yeah. say it, yeah. it is in its own realm it's stuff like this that makes us makes me realize how like niche, not just Easy Allies, but like yeah, video game discussion companies like ours are. You know, like, oh yeah, oh sure, yeah. Like they don't, 
the NBA 2K20 people don't need us. They don't care yeah, they about don't care. it. They don't yeah. listen to any of this. They don't they don't do anything like that. Yeah. I think I saw they took the slot machines out. Let us know in the corrections. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if those are like I, asked, was I didn't look at any of their advertising. I asked, you know, Patreon Did and Twitter to look at the though? best the best trailers of the year, and I got like 150 suggestions. And like none of, was none of that 2K. was yeah. some of that was sports stuff. Wait, tell me, I totally like made you watch the gambling trailer for 2K20. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. yeah, that was okay. funny. Okay. Right? Okay. Yes. Okay. We, and I wanted it was before, <laughs> memorable for the wrong reason. It was right <laughs> before I was reformatting Trailer Jones, and so I was I wasn't ready to bring the show back. And was like, oh my god, we totally would have talked about that one. Madden is number three i think it's a very similar discussion sure yeah Yeah. um number four is another surprising one to me and it shouldn't be grand theft auto 5 kingdom hearts it's a new game from the year of 2019 kingdom hearts in a beloved franchise kingdom hearts the third of a beloved kingdom hearts that's been (laughs) fans have been clamoring for this for years borderlands 3 borderlands 3 oh okay Uh, no that's not surprising it shouldn't be surprising but it's borderlands 3 yeah it is Borderlands. people love borderlands the kingdom Hearts shut down i know we're getting close (laughs) it was funny it was so funny how many of them it fit yeah 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 yeah. (laughs) um it's been a long time since two, man. People it's been a long time for this. A long time. Yeah. There's like what two spinoff games in between that or something. Mm-hmm. Call of Duty. Yeah. NBA. Yeah. Madden. Madden. And then Borderlands. Do you see the the through line? No. Guns and sports. Vibes. Community. Friends. You're getting it. Hey, you're getting Borderlands. Oh, All right, course. I'm gonna get Borderlands. You're you getting Borderlands. What? You know what? Hey, I you're getting you. Borderlands, dude. Well, it's the, All right, I'm gonna get Borderlands. You're getting NBA. All right, I'm in. Yeah, it's that. It's the one timer. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's the one timer. It's you. It's you hanging out with a friend of the holidays, and you're like, hey, and just like, oh, this is my, this is my brother, and just like, hey, what's up? And it's like, he's he's really into games. I'm like, cool. Like, I don't really play games. Why? Well, you know, I'm playing Borderlands three right now, but you know, other than that, I don't really play anything. Yeah. You know. What's yeah. Or you get that one sports game. Yep. What's your impact rating for Borderlands three? Borderlands. This brought it back. Borderlands. This brought the franchise back. It's like, like a two or three for sure. It's like the Bible. Borderlands begets Borderlands. You know, <laughs> like it's a huge impact on Borderlands Four, but yeah. or Borderlands, a likely uh, pre-sequel something. You yeah. know, th- there'll be another yeah. smaller yeah, Borderlands saying, game. Yeah, we're gonna make a lot more. Yeah, of these. I think this really cemented this as like a long, long, long buckle up. And franchise. wasn't pre-sequel a pre-sequel was on 360, yes, right? Yes, it was. And PS3. And wasn't yeah. that like deep into this gen? That no, that, it was that toward the beginning. It's of like twenty fifteen, I think. I remember that. I remember us being like, "Oh, okay, this yeah. isn't coming out." Or maybe and I could totally see them pulling that off. Like we're, you know, a year into PS Five and Xbox Series X, and then just like, "Ha ha, we're back, collection. baby!" Yeah. And it'll still sell like hotcakes. So I would say though, I, I think it won't have the impact that Borderlands Two had. I, I think that Borderlands Two was huge in the conversation. I think that it seemed unique. I think that people mm-hmm. liked its humor. It, it, they liked its style. I think it doesn't stand out as much as it does today. I no. don't think Borderlands as a franchise does. But still, going into Borderlands 3, I thought this... I really thought, like... I, I didn't know how big it would be. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And now that it is number four, and it had such a good reception, I just I think the impact is big because now it's just... Runaway train. Here we go. Borderlands 15. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. I wonder, dude. I, I wonder. I, I think I'm, I'm pretty sure they weren't super pleased with their numbers. I think they wanted it to do a little better than it did. Number uh, two. F- t- talking about Take Two. Um, huh. And it's the number four selling game? Not good enough? In the U.S., yeah. Oh, this is in the U.S. Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah. I still think, yeah, I, I, wa- I think they wanted to do a little better. I don't think. You're, I mean, you're right. Borderlands 4, lock it in. There's no question that's yeah. ha- not happening, right? Um, plenty of DLC expansions will be supported, will come out. But I do wonder, I wonder about the long-term support of 3. I really, really do. 
Um, but looking back at this gen, when I think about like fun drop in, drop out, four player co op, what else is there? Destiny, Vermintide. Too. Not in the. I think Destiny cuts people off more than Borderlands does. Hmm. If I jump into Borderlands, you're not going to be like, no, we, you're not ready for this. <laughs> be like, no, yeah, come on, it doesn't matter, you know, like. Yeah. Yeah, join my team. You're not gonna slow me down, you know. So I can be like, wait, no, I got. I'm trying to get puzzle pieces tonight. You know, it's not fair. It's not that kind of thing. It's not like an MMO. Yeah, what's your level? Borderlands does do that. There are there are levels for missions where like if your buddy is too low level, they can't really. True, and if you beat the sure, they're not gonna be. They're not gonna be good, but it's not like you can't get into it. You know, it's not meaning physically like the door won't open for me. That kind of a thing. Sure. You know, Um, and not that that's a knock against Destiny. That's just how the game's built. But uh, I just I still think not style wise, comedy wise, you know, it, it's still going to I think Borderlands is a game that, you know, makes its product specifically for that fan base. But I still think that's, you know, so, I mean, like the Breakpoint really wanted that. <laughs> they really wanted to be that. And it's just like you Division didn't. Also, yeah. you so know. is this Impact 3? Are we are we willing to say Borderlands 3 is Impact 3? I am shocked. It's number four on here. I am shocked. Yeah, that is Huge! That's it a really huge is, yeah. win for Borderlands. It's number four selling game of the year on the rest of the. I mean, on the rest of the industry. That's wild. Yeah. I would. I would think it's more of a two. Yeah, me too. I think. I, sure. I agree with two because I don't think two. anybody's. Yeah. I think it's too risky for anybody to try to follow suit. Yeah, I would say Borderlands two is a three. I think this one's a two. Yeah, yeah. two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, next up's a really fun one. Also a new game uh, that premiered in 2019. Um, also another game in a beloved franchise. <laughs> Kingdom Hearts 3? <laughs> a game that brings back oh. beloved characters. Yeah. <laughs> Shenmue 3. <laughs> this is like Crash something. Oh, Crash. Crash Team Racing? No, that did not get in the top 20. Oh, okay, okay. That's fun, though. Uh, Mortal Kombat 11. Nice. I forgot this cool. came out. Yes. Yeah. No, I remember it, wow. it, it's selling like crazy. That's when did that come out? Like crazy. Yeah. When did that come out? Be- Was it like May? First April? third of the year, April? I feel like. It may have been April. Man, I totally forgot. Maybe April. Ian's on the fact check. Ian's on the fact check. Yeah. <laughs> I can't think what April there is 23rd. to take. Ooh, you, what were, you, you are killing it today. April? April 23rd. Nice. What do you take from Mortal Kombat 11? What is there to steal? What's there to, to, to you know, you're, so, you're, you're, you're taking a test story in class mode. and you look the, over um, at story mode. Mortal Kombat 11's I guess, like Yeah, I guess notes. they justice did it, right? Just those, those the towers, you know? Yeah, and then microtransactions. Yeah. It's like, and just like being able to people play. are already doing that. Like I swore that... Like Brad just said, after Mortal Kombat 9, every fighting game is going to have a sick story mode. Mm-hmm. No one's come close to matching what Mortal Kombat's even attempted. Um, so I guess, yeah, I guess, you know, they're just in their own little path over there. Um, but also, I love the crypt. Oh, the crypt. <laughs> I love the crypt. The crypt can be better, dude. It could be better. So yeah, it's The crit bummed me out. I love just exploring bit. this third-person crazy environment that takes yeah. place within the universe of Mortal Kombat. It's got cute little like winks and nods to Mortal mm-hmm. Kombat yeah. history. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, but it was the grind sesh. It was the payoff yeah, yeah. for your grinding. Yeah. Um yeah. and I think that was a goal know, to chase, yeah. Yeah. And I think maybe there's a right way to do it. They did mm-hmm. fix it. They did give us more boosts afterward sure. and they said, "Hey, we're sorry about all this. It's way way easier now." If you can just combine they kind of did it with like Armageddon or whatever. Combine the Crypt and Shaolin Monks. Ooh. Combine the two. Ooh. 
Because then you're going in the crypt, you're using all your currency you've earned and stuff, but you're also fighting. Well, you got to do something. Mortal Kombat 11, I think, as much as I loved all the advertising, as someone outside being like, I'm not, I do not have time to play this game this year, I kept thinking, like, what is 12 going to be, man? Looks like they're throwing the kitchen sink at their community, which is fun, mm-hmm. but another reboot. What do you do for 12? Yeah. Well, is it so soon? Uh, no, I'm just kidding. I don't know. What plot do you have from Twelve that can that okay. can that can you have to surpass go this insanity go right like now? No, Millions think, of years because so I felt because this to me like, had everything. It had comedy. It had stakes. It had yeah. new characters. It had new abilities. Yeah. So it was it, just so they were just ringing every bell. Here's right. where I'm dancing around, Jones. Is the game ends with a very clear idea of where we're going. Ah, um, and it's sort of another reset. Yeah. Okay. We have some time shenanigans. Yeah, which I'm uh, so I'm done with. Yeah, so yeah, not do know, this anymore. Dude, I know, it seems yeah. a little early to do that. Yeah. Hmm. Um. Well, it kind of like they just killed off all the characters, and so yeah. it's kind of just like, okay, we're gonna reset, 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 yeah. reset, reset. Every like three games. My wolf's alive again. Reset, reset. You know, it's just like <laughs> so. What? Nine, ten, nine, x eleven. Like every three games, I yeah. guess. Yeah, hey, that's not bad. You know, if you. Could I guess if it's just like gonna get stale. Mm-hmm. It felt dragged out. He might as well just reboot it again. Hey, it works for Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> With well, a new gen. Star Wars you know, is connected, a new style, maybe. That would be interesting. A drastic a style. style reinvention, you know, like not of gameplay or something, but like, like the characters, yeah. Oh. Hmm. Yeah, like make it look like a 90s movie. How well. fun would that be? <laughs> If you make Mortal Kombat, make it look just... like the live-action Street Fighter game. Yes. Oh man. But like, I don't know what that look is. I don't know what but I'm imagining exactly. This could be a super ignorant comment, but in terms of like shockwaves throughout the industry, uh, is the fighting genre resistant to like learning from lessons from other people and then applying it to their own franchise? Absolutely not. No. No. I think so. No. You see fighting games that are like, oh, good idea. We'll do that. Yeah. Yes. Who was oh, the first okay. one who did like Breakers? To break combo a combo, breakers? You know? I remember killing yeah, like, might be killing like, But that's yeah. not. But I don't so, know if it was. That's so not shockwave. If you look type at Street Fighter stuff, Four, that's specific mechanics. Street I'm Fighter Four like. is an Impact Three Jones, and so Street Fighter Four was a two D three D game. Um, it had the EX attacks, and like everybody started doing it. Mortal Kombat even started doing Got EX it. attacks. It had these supers. Whenever you did your ultra, I guess in those games, uh, you know the camera would move in close, mm-hmm. and then it would move around, and then everybody's doing that. Mortal oh, Kombat it's kind of like the X Ray thing, I guess. Yeah. Like, that's their version of it, maybe? Fatal Blows. Or kind of similar. And now we got Fatal Blows even more on top of the <laughs> yeah. X-rays. Yeah. And so, yeah, uh, absolutely. Street Fighter V eventually had a Mortal Kombat-style story mode far too late. It was like a, a free expansion, like yeah, I remember, six I remember, months I after the game mm. came out. And so, Jones, my question to you is, after you've posed that to us, Street Fighter VI, how... What does it need to have? Does it need to have all of these things that Mortal Kombat has? Dude, in adventure mode. I think yeah. it desperately needs like a campaign kind of I thing. Kinda, if it wants to be broad, like Kakarot yeah. style. I think I it wants to be insane. I think fighting game fans. I know. It I think insane. it will help get a lot of people in who aren't big fighting game because, fans. Because, exactly. like, dude, yes. the Street Fighter Five, the um, the campaign, it wasn't the best, but like the vibes, dude. Mm-hmm. The like the little uh, like hand drawn frames they would do, and you'd see just the places, and it, like I want to explore these places. What you about know? what's the Smash Brothers? Um, Top-down, point-to-point uh, adventure thingamajob. But like, and then World what's the? Sorry, I'm, I'm forgetting World all of, of the, the terminology. Nice. And then what are the things you're collecting? Are they cards or stickers or stickers? Stickers. Yeah. Uh, it'd be interesting if you're like collecting relics from the from the past of, of Street Fighter, or yeah. or maybe like characters that aren't in the franchise anymore. Even characters that weren't fighters. Yeah. Where like mm-hmm. you know re- you know if you're like amassing an army, you know, and you kind of pick your side and uh, just uh, go through that adventure. That'd be kind of fun. I'd be tempted to to check that out. I definitely think it needs a new look. Yeah. After four and five being kind of very similar, mm-hmm. I think they need a rapid change in the art direction, just like from uh, 
previous games to four. I think they're yeah because Brad they're like running out of guest characters yeah they're, because it, it used to be really interesting to see oh they're gonna bring that character into Mortal Kombat like if they bring in Jason today it's gonna look like Jason from the last one you know yeah. it, it, we won't have that impact anymore yeah and so I hear you I think it, it's, oh sorry I was thinking of Street Fighter I don't think Mortal oh. Kombat will ever change the way their games look Street like they're Fighter, gonna be more realistic more than ever needs a different style. yeah that's I, what I, I Street Fighter should go back yeah. to sprites man I wish that'd be amazing that would be sick <laughs> yeah. but uh, yeah, I don't think yeah I would just want to have a RE Engine faces more than anything. Oh, I was yeah. talking about, about that. Yeah. I was like, you think it's going to look like RE Engine games? Yeah, I want them to Wet hire gore. a bunch of models to just be all the Can you imagine just like a just hot Kano models for everybody? Rip in RE Engine. Just like, we're talking Street Fighter. Yeah, we're talking Street Fighter, sorry. sorry. Imagine Ryu with a little model face screaming and throwing out Hadoukens. Yeah, imagine Sagat. Dude, the, the yes. RE Engine is made for gore. There's the Mortal Kombat yes. has gore. I don't know about Street Fighter. Okay. I think that <laughs> the engine's going to be in a lot more stuff. Yeah, this discussion got crazy. What is the impact rating of Mortal Kombat 11? Two? Two or one. Two or one. I think it's a two or a one. Mm. Can yeah. we do 1.5? No. Shh, okay. I think I, I think so many decisions that were made for 11 were made for that franchise yeah, specifically. Exactly. It's, it's almost like NBA 2K. It's kind of just, hey, you're on yeah. your own island. Nobody else can really replicate this or really learn from this or make any money off of that. And I do wonder if we're going to be talking about MK11 this time next year. I wonder what the longevity of that game really is. Do you think, because I really like that, to, to finish it off, I like that Mortal Kombat can appease to a wide variety, yeah. you know, whether, uh-huh. you, whether you're good or bad. I always feel like I can't, I can barely even play Street Fighter because mm-hmm. it's so intense. Yeah. Do you think it's, do you think the next Mortal Kombat will do the same, just like Matt go, going for the mass appeal? And oh, do you yes. see Street Fighter ever doing that or just like hyper focused on the fighting? Try to appeal more. Yeah. Okay. They need that budget. Yeah. They, they need yeah. more money. <laughs> Stop that. Uh, uh, but uh, I don't know if they'll get that money. That's the thing. I don't know if Street Fighter Six will have that. Was, the, level was there budget. no campaign because they just didn't have the money at the time for Street Fighter Five? I think it was release. development time. Yeah, yeah, they were rushing yeah. it. Because it was kind of clear when you're actually playing through it, like, oh, they had they planned this. They had a plan for this, and yeah, I think it was just yeah trying to get that game out. Got it. Number five was Mortal Kombat Eleven. Number six, the sixth best-selling game of 2019. Grand Theft Auto Five. A brand new game. Hmm. It's not a sequel, but Anthem. This IP Damn. is not new at all. This intellectual property... Resident Evil 2. Oh. Started in the 70s. Spider-Man was last year. Mm-hmm. This is a brand new game. Started in the 70s? Yeah. Brand new game. <sighs> I don't know, man. I feel so... I've, Pong. I've literally... My mind has been blank this Star entire Wars game. Star Wars Jedi. Oh! All in nice order. Order. Oh, oh, Wow. Yeah. Yes. I mean, I, it, it reviewed well, and people yeah. just generally word of mouth was great, but well, yeah, I didn't know it was going to sell that well. That's yeah. fantastic. Dicking people around with microtransactions yes. for a long time. Next. Yep. Yes. In multiplayer, and they're like, here's a single-player game with no microtransactions. And we're breaking Huber's trend of like, are you getting this? Let's get this. Yeah, you know what here I mean? we it's go. Actually, that's yeah. our first like, single-player single only game. Single-player. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Took, yes. Took I, wonder, I wonder how much of that <laughs> was launch versus just a week after. and I, I wonder if it just had legs. Yeah. You know, because people kept talking about it. You know, Mass appeal game. I mean, not I a feel lot like of people time, waited. I saw a lot of like, okay, okay, I finished that game. Now it's time for Fallen Order. Well, this was halfway through November or later. Mm-hmm. Like it didn't yeah. ha- have yeah. time to have legs yet, really. Felt like a holiday game. A lot yeah. of people like got into their break and were yeah. like, All good right. job, respawn. Like right before the movie comes out too. Mm-hmm. Perfect timing. And I think perfect timing. I think Any this game might been, be emulated. I, th- I think might be maybe like. I mean, it's by them. It's again? emulated. Yeah, it's emulating a lot of other uh, games. Yes. Yeah. So it's like it's like a soft souls game, right? It's a soft Metroid platforming, game. yeah. Friendly souls, mm-hmm. yeah. Friendly souls, yeah. But it's a licensed IP, and so it's a fun thing to do with a licensed IP. It's like, why don't we mm-hmm. make a good game with this? Yeah. 
You know, and, yeah. and so I wonder if more people will try to do this kind of thing going forward. Hopefully. I mean, maybe it's kind of Batman style as well. Batman was, oh, why don't we make a good game? Uh, <laughs> do you like uh, Lord of the Rings this way? Lord of the Rings as Lord of the Rings Dude, Mortal Metroidvania? Kombat? Yes. Mortal Kombat? Yeah, man. Like a Shaolin monks like that? Yeah. Yes. Dude. So you don't, like, that's what I think. <laughs> I don't think you need yes. open world. This yeah. this kind of thing says you don't need open world. It's, yeah, you're on you're on a, you're on a boat going like mm. sailing to all these different places, and when yeah. you get off the boat, you can pick like I'm all right. I'm going to take you know Luke Kang on this mission. Yes, yes. Oh yeah, and so maybe <laughs> I'm so in. Maybe it's not you learn new moves, but you acquire new t- teammates. Yeah, sure. And so Sub Zero can freeze a bridge that allows you to get in that new area or something mm-hmm. like that. Okay, Jonesy. Yeah, great. Yeah, uh, yeah so it, like three Vikings or whatever. The what is that game called? The old Square game. The old oh, Square the Lost Vikings. Vikings. Lost Vikings. That's Blizzard Lost games. Vikings. Yeah, That's Blizzard, Blizzard game. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Is that the same thing? You like switch guys to mm-hmm. do different abilities. But you switch oh, them on the fly. Sure. You bring yeah. them all into that level. Yeah. Or like Wild Arms. Uh, what is the impact that this game will have? I am curious. I about think that. this is gonna have a big impact. Damn, on I how think it will EA too. Looks at games Definitely. and how they oh, look at sure. respawn. Even within EA, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So they're like, oh. Maybe we'll invest more into this kind of thing if people really are into it. Uh, it's Respawn's best-selling game ever. That was noted. Wow. Yep. Deserving after yeah. Titanfall 2. Yeah. Very, very deserving. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. And I, th- I think this also was a game that like kind of defied all odds. It was like quality against all odds. Because this game, like the title for it was announced like... This was sitting down mm-hmm. when he announced the title. Yeah. You know, it's just like weird. So much of the, like, <laughs> you know, what I mean? oh, like, so, weird. so much of the energy building up to it was just so. It was muted. weird. Yeah. <laughs> the first time we saw it, they were just they had like sticks and were clacking them together. It was just like, oh come on. Yeah. And then we made it. Boom. We finally got there because it was so good. Because yeah. it told such an interesting story. Do you had, such a, it? had such a vanilla protagonist. Like oh, you know. But no, it 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 was good. And so it be, we got word of mouth because it was good. Yeah. And so I wonder if like they're. Yeah, a lot of big IPs, comic books, you know, sci-fi. I wonder if they're all like, okay, who do we want to trust with this? You know, like what, you know, what dev can we throw this at and give them enough money and enough time? Mm-hmm. Jones, do you think their plan all along was to downplay it? To just no, really their plan? I think, do you think it was a yes. long, like, hey, let's really They just They just gave it a little bit more time. I think the time was their plan. Got it. That they were like, wait, 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 we can't rush this. We can't Battlefront 2 this. I think that's, but I think we can't Battlefront 2 this is why they were keeping yeah. everything under wraps for so long. But you know who's cocky right now, way cockier than they think they should be, is WB Montreal. They're like, just you wait. <laughs> oh, even more, yeah, just like, <laughs> no. We have six more I months mean, that of game could be for that incredible, game. whatever, yeah. you know, whatever the hell it is, but. I Here's mean, a little like, logo nah, for dude, you. We can take this. two more years, don't worry. <laughs> Stop it. Uh,. Can I get a rating though? Can I get a rating on that for the impact? I'm actually curious what three? you all think. Definitely a two or a three for wow. sure. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Like I'd probably more say two, I guess. Definitely opening the floodgates for uh, yeah. quality Star Wars games. Here we come. Yeah. You know. And I think Brad touched on something. I think Respawn's going to be the big boys of EA now. Mm-hmm. Well, they kind of are. They just deliver kind of hit after hit for them. Well, and and Bioware's shrinking, right? Yeah. And yeah. so Bioware used to be big boys of EA, and I just kind of yeah. see Respawn just like, hey. It's it's neat that. It's neat that with both Spider-Man and this, that like when you look back on the last couple years and you think of like, man, Endgame and all wrapping up the MCU and like, you know, Star Wars and wrapping up that trilogy and even like, you know, into the Spider-Verse, just these huge achievements. It's like, it's up there. The video games are, are up there. Mm-hmm. Not not because of like, oh, my kid just can't stop playing this. But like, no, you know, like, you know, people uh, like Wall Street Journal and, you know, like the other you know publications are like... Pfft. 
this is was huge, man. The yeah. sequel to this is gonna be, is gonna be big. I was know? talking people to people really who like don't really play video games. They're playing this. Well, and, like really loving it. Yeah, it's a yeah. sweet game. Yeah, you know what? Star Wars. It deserves that. Uh, Good point. Number seven is number seven best selling game of 2019. Came out pretty late in 2018. Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. Oh yeah, and. Yeah. I think this is another game that just can't be replicated. Uh, to me, it is. It's one sure. of a kind. Yeah. One I don't of think kind. it'll be this big for a long time. Like, I'm out yeah. of characters and stuff. Yeah. It's, it's They're going to scale it back next one for sure. If I'm in a meeting, it's just like, what can we learn from Smash Bros. Ultimate? And it's like, stop it. Guess well, characters. Don't, don't yes. make a sequel to uh, Battle Royale or Smash... What is it? <laughs> PlayStation All-Stars Play- Battle Royale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Boy, that was called Battle Royale, wasn't it? It was, yeah. Mm. You'd just never do that again. I wonder mm-hmm. if someone just in the back, like jokingly, says, brings it up at PlayStation meetings. Hey, let's do Battle Royale. Shut up, Steve. <laughs> it's like, no, seriously. Well, just don't let's do, do it like, again. A weird. We learned our lesson. We can make it better. It. Yeah, it feels like they had their chance. They literally could have copied Smash. Yeah. Hundred percent would have been better. Yeah. Or like people would have been more interested in it. But I agree, it's too late now. Yeah, the other game has cloud. You just can't. You can't, can't do, do it right it. now. Yeah. It's, you're done. <laughs> I feel bad. What uh, if All Stars Battle Royale came back and they had cloud also? Sick. <laughs> okay. And they were just like flaunting it. Hell yeah. yeah We've dude. got the remake, remake cloud. cloud. Yeah. <laughs> it like looks the same. <laughs> it looks the exact same. Yeah. Um, number eight. GTA 5. Always a safe bet. The third game in a beloved franchise. <laughs> Kingdom Hearts 3. Kingdom, Kingdom Hearts 3. Yeah, we got there. We got there. We got there. Yay. Kingdom Hearts 3 is still in the top 10, at least, uh, for nice. uh, the year of 2019. That seems The only JRPG? That yeah. seems extremely important because the budget on this game just... The time. I wish I knew the budget. Oh, I can't Probably fathom it. I can't, I, I can't know. fathom the I budget know. of this. Yes. Every time I stare at this game, I'm just like... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Probably helped being on Unreal. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Brad, I think that is an impact of its own. I just, I do wonder if this game flies out. I mean, the DLC just came out mm-hmm. yesterday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I wonder if this breathes new life into Kingdom Hearts 3. I wonder if the franchise still has the clout it does six months from now. Is Kingdom Hearts still? I mean, it won't be as, like, people won't think of it as much just because it'll be older. Mm-hmm. But, like, this train ain't stopping. Yeah. This train ain't stopping, dude. Yeah. So Brad, uh, I think they just announced of, more teams for it. They did, right? Yeah. So they're working on already the next Kingdom Hearts game, uh, and we're not even talking about Project Xehanort. No. There's two games besides that. Yes. One of them we'll hear about sooner than ex- yes. we expect. Business as usual. Yeah. Uh, like thirty spinoff games, and then four. Yeah. Yeah. The... I think there's four teams now, or Whoa. something crazy like that, okay. including the one working on the mobile one. Yeah. Altogether, I think there is. Cool. But it makes them money. Yep. They're going to keep doing it. Yeah, and I mean... And if Disney seems kind of happy with it, like, they're going to keep going. The way this game plays and the way the worlds feel mm-hmm. is so good. Yeah. All my problems with Kingdom Hearts 3 is everything besides that. Mm-hmm. So if you're just dropping more things in, taking me out into different worlds, just having me slash around in other places, mm-hmm. heck yeah, I'll do that Visiting for 10 like more years. worlds you're really familiar with. Really tough to predict, yeah. though, yeah. right? Because, like, I wonder if... It always fascinated me that, like, the Nolan movies and the X-Men franchise... Like it's like they had a list of the most popular characters in the mm-hmm. franchise, and yeah. then like that told the story. 
You know, it was yes. like it was like no, it was like it's like no one's like all right, I'm up, and it's like okay, you get uh, Razal Ghul and Scarecrow, and he's like oh okay. Uh, no, nah, he picked. I can make that work. I can make that work. But if you look at if you look at all the villains that they had done, like I'm telling you, they were the next. <laughs> it was just like right above Clayface and other stuff, you know. And then he could go back to Joker and go back to these other get, mm-hmm. bring Catwoman back in. Yeah. Um, and the same thing with X Men. It was just like oh, we're going back to we'll do a prequel, and it's like well, I'm not going to pick these characters because it makes sense for a prequel. They're literally the next most popular characters. On the list, mm-hmm. and so I wonder if like that's Kingdom Hearts. It's like it doesn't, you know, it's not because Hercules makes sense in the story. It's just because like, nah, we gotta go back to him. I don't know. It's like Hercules because like, when you said other other teams, it's like, oh, I wonder if we would get like just a Pixar mm-hmm. Kingdom Hearts. You know, I wonder if we would get a Kingdom that's Hearts. Kingdom now. Hearts three, yeah, yeah. Kingdom Hearts because three we're not <laughs> right. But like, Bugs Life isn't in it. Incredibles isn't in it. Sure. Wally's not in it. Mm-hmm. You know, like there's a ton of Pixar properties that are not in that. True. Um, I wonder if you'll get you know one that's. But then right as I had that thought, it's like, no, it's just going to be this crazy like, grab bag. Jones, like, like, there's always Marvel up for grabs, and Star Wars is always up for grabs still. Yeah. Man, Brad, I would love remember that, Star like, Wars d- that deleted Hearts. weapon that was like a Muppet keyblade or something? Yes, dude. I do remember that. I can't remember what the Muppet thing was, but Kingdom Hearts 2 had some sort of Muppets reference, Jones. Like, how cool is Sora be, like, hanging out with Muppets? I w- yeah, that would oof. Uh, <laughs> like team it up with Kurt, just having Kermit like a Star Wars smack Kingdom people Hearts with a banjo. Kingdom Hearts would be hard for me not to play. Yes, that would be difficult. Yeah. Could Literally, Fozzie on your team would yeah. be waka waka. Yeah, like killing. That'd be difficult. <laughs> like Ooh. hell yeah, Fozzie. Yes. Yeah. I like want enemies slipping up banana peels. I'd be yeah. like, oh, just I want final bite. Do them, I want them to do more like uh, fragmentary passage stuff. Oh, in like between, little. So in between, you know, Kingdom Hearts four or whatever the heck the next big one is gonna be. Like have one or two. Of these smaller ones where you can experiment, because like I love how all the Kingdom Hearts mechanically are mm-hmm. so different. Mm-hmm. Can you know? So oh, you can do different mechanics. Oh, oh, I'm you play, sure. Yeah, inventory passages. Just like a, they a did. Like they did Birth by Sleep. Yeah. They did Chain of Memories, which is sure. weird as hell. They did Dream Drop Distance, which is weird. Yeah. Like they always do weird stuff is, like that. That's yeah. not a bad call, Huber. Kingdom Hearts that. Three Seeds of Genova DLC out. What are you reading? <laughs> I googled Muppets in Kingdom Hearts. Spoilers. No, this sounds made up. Uh, I mean, I don't know. It's on fandom.com. Spoilers. Oh, is that just a huge well, spoiler? It's huge. I don't know. Is it's it? massive. What? That was a. Oh, boy. Seeds of Genova. That would be. I don't know ridiculous. if any of this is real or not, but I, well, should I not say I what I discovered? It I sounds like we're going to have. Hubert is implying we're going to have to bleep that out. I haven't finished. What the do you DLC know? Have you played yet? through the DLC or are you reading headlines? I, I feel like I've been getting hit with headlines. Are you so going on IGN? With, Did IGN with, tell you something? With, no, with the headline and Twitter and this now. Oh, some Twitter stuff? Yeah, this could is a little... Because remakes I thought it was already out. out based yeah. on it could how be much... a little something. I don't know. Make that connection, like, baby. Like, Sephiroth right. and Cloud have been in the games. Okay, all right. Huh? Uh, well, anyway. never mind. But it, it I wouldn't be surprised... Uh, I, I like what you're thinking, Huber, because I think they could release a game, a smaller Kingdom Hearts game that people maybe like think is bigger, or they're just like, oh yeah, more Kingdom Hearts, and it's a standalone thing, and then like eight hours later, you're like, oh, they duped me. It's like, yeah, but I got... I got your money. And are, do you hate Kingdom Hearts now? No. You know what I mean? Like, are you... Yeah. Well, duped you how? You thought it was a longer game. You th- oh. I, I thought this was going to be Kingdom Hearts 3 length, and yeah. it, was, mm. it wasn't. It was, mm. you know, whereas, like, you see Aqua as a protagonist, and you think, oh, this is just going to be a smaller thing. Yeah. Whereas if now that 3 is done, and they introduce a new protagonist, it's God. not going to feel weird. 
you know, or they or they say, oh yeah, no, you're gonna play as this other side character or something. Or uh, nominate, just, give her own game. Here, you said an interesting thing about Borderlands Three is like you said, like this cements it. This is the franchise is back and it's gonna keep going. Yeah. Does Kingdom Hearts Three give you that encouragement, especially you know talking about everything we just have? Uh, it's a little different scenario. It's okay. a little different situation. Like. In a way, it it feels like the end and a new beginning. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it this, feels like a lot of a new yeah, beginning. Yeah. So this yeah. is like Infinity the, War Part Two. Exactly. Or yeah. So this is the <laughs> end of it all. But yeah. like the future seems there's stuff already in place. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, it just seems like unlimited potential, but at the same time, knowing about how long these games take to make. Yeah. You know, Final Fantasy Versus and just the 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 history <laughs> of how long. This franchise takes. Mm-hmm. You're still feeling that. I'm still feeling it. I get that. The future seems cloudy a I, little bit. I, right. I loved. I loved playing <laughs> three with you, and like a cutscene started, and I was like, "Oh, this is an interesting plot thread." And you were like, "No, Jones, no." Well, <laughs> it's like, Wait, like, what? And you're like, "This doesn't." You're not gonna really get a lot of it. <laughs> yeah. That game is definitely for if you've been a fan of the other games. Yeah. But if you hop in, you're like, "What?" Like I've beaten all of them. And I'm still like, "What?" At some spots, <laughs> like I forget so things. <laughs> Number nine, best-selling game of GTA. 2019. GTA Five. GTA Five. The Division 2. Oh. Yeah. Better rework those games, though. Dude, The Division 2 was magic at launch. Yeah. At launch. Magic? It was a magic? It was, dude, it was one of the most games I, it was like number one I played last year. I I reviewed it, so obviously that's a huge factor. Yeah. Tell me about the magic. uh, The magic of queuing up to the dark zone with Quentin Cobb, <laughs> fighting for our lives, mm-hmm. chasing people down, yes. like getting their loot, defending our loot, gearing up for like the new tier that was coming out right after launch, and, like the Black gear. Tusk invasion. Like that was magic. There was it was awesome. The fact that launch. an ally just gave me some gear, I was like, Thank yeah, you. Oh, my goodness. Then, now I'm ready for the thing. Cool. Like yeah. that used to save me so much time. And sure. then even after, like you know, launch it, launch happens, and then like you know, a couple weeks in, there's just like so much possibility. People were discovering secret quests in the world, like these secret mercenaries. This one guy, like you're just like exploring a random building. This guy like hits the lights and like ambushes you. This like named NPC dropping special loot. And then yeah. just kind of this game, yeah, it fell off a cliff. I would fell say fell off a cliff. But it feels like MMOs. It's like you could make a really good MMO right now, but how much money are you really gonna make? Yeah. You know, like you're gonna make your fan base super happy, but how how much are people really gonna be talking about you? I mean, number nine. Yeah. Again, for this this horrible year, Ubisoft had. No, they wanted so they weird. wanted way better than number nine. Yeah. They wanted better than number nine for that game. Mm-hmm. So it's weird. It was revolutionary in the. A failure at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> it's fascinating uh-huh. because, because I, I I couldn't help but while I was playing it, being like, "Wow, they got so much of this right," and it felt like something that so many other companies are like, "How do how do we do it? How do we? What risks do we take? How do we?" So I mean, Anthem didn't do it. Like uh-huh. it's a textbook, like yes and no. You know, good and bad, dark and light. Yeah, you know, like these are these are this is the way to do it and the way not to. Mm-hmm. But who's going to learn that lesson for what project? Who's really going to play Division 2 and then be like, great, we'll apply all these lessons to our game and we'll be on easy street. Honestly, I thought we would have hit Anthem by now. Mm. Honestly, I thought Anthem would have been in this top 10. With uh, Division there, though, it it made me think of something with Ubisoft and about just kind of the, whoa, the, you know, how you were saying they were pumping the brakes, failure. It makes me think because Watch Dogs 2 sold less than Watch Dogs 1. Mm -hmm. Division 2 sold less than Division 1? Presumably, Presumably? Yeah. So I wonder if they see that that information right there. And they're like, dude. Yeah, maybe a lot of people felt burned by the other ones. 
So other like Watch Dogs Div- One and oh, Division yeah. One. Yeah. So they're like, eh. Yeah. Division two. Don't I skip wonder. It. I D- wonder. If Watch Dogs two. Watch Dogs two. Don't skip it. I wonder if that's a cumulative effect of having an editorial congress or conclave or whatever Ubisoft has, where it's like, if you have a singular voice through all of your games, each misstep reflects on all of them because they're the same voice. So yeah. you'll oh, have yeah. that decline yeah. over time. Yeah, you know? and I think they're kind of self-acknowledging That's that as what well. they're acknowledging, yeah. I think 100% that, Ian, yeah. So it's like every every mistake that, that Assassin's Creed made, that that Watch Dogs made, is, is a, a mistake that Division 2 had to deal with, too. Yeah. It's kind of nuts for a company to have that strong of a voice. I think Schreier killed Anthem. I think he killed it dead. I think he put that <laughs> nail in the coffin. No. No, not, not kill it like did you stop playing. There's, there's not going. They're not going to release anything or make any significant changes. But like, I think that because that his his reporting didn't go after Anthem. It went after Bioware. Like yeah. it went. It, that was that talked about deep seated problems at that company, and that's a whole different level of of uh, not distrust, but like nervousness about like mm, how much time should I invest in this game? I mean, I mean that probably hurts not a lot of people, but important people, right? People that were will- like streamers willing to commit to the game, okay. yeah. willing to commit. Oh, maybe it'll turn around and get better. Then that comes right. out, and they're like, ooh, maybe I should just focus on some other game. I get what yeah. you're saying. I get that because I think Huber, to me, when you're like, hey, do you see the common thread of these first four games? And I totally didn't. And you said, hey, do you want to play this? Do you want to play this? That like that was such a light that you shined. Um, Anthem simply never had that. Yeah, and I don't feel bad for it. I think change. Yeah. I think Bioware needs to make some changes, you yeah. know, and and that you know that reporting needed to happen. Mm-hmm. But uh, devastating. It was interesting seeing somebody like Andrea Renee, who was way had spent way more time in Division when that came out, and I love Division. Yeah, I, I knew I probably wasn't gonna you know stay with it for you know as long. And I saw her tweeting the other day. She was just like, <sighs> like dusting off Division. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> like it's been a while. Yeah. Awesome. But uh, still loved it. So, so it's good things to say about it. But yeah, it's, it's weird. Like, if I give a lot of time investment, if I give that game an impact rating, Division Two, I it would almost be high because of the negative effect it's having mm-hmm. over Ubisoft. Sure, yeah. And I think pe- less fewer people are going to be chasing that. Yeah, more what not to do than what to do. Right? It feels weird yeah. uh, because they still a two though. I they think. sure immediately addressed the problem with Division One, which was have stuff after launch come, and they did. And then they didn't. It's just yeah. like never enough. So mm-hmm. there, there's that balance of yeah. like, how much do we add? When do we add it? Do we go the Iceborne route and just do one big one and a couple content drops in between? Yeah. I think it, I think it, Division 2 works really well to make your community happy, to make the content interesting, to make it balanced in a fun way, to make it make sense that new stuff is coming without re- feeling like you're recycling things. They did recycle things, but it made sense within the lore of the world. But if it doesn't sell, if it doesn't, you know... If it's not really blowing people's minds and, yeah. and breaking records, top ten doesn't work. Yeah, <laughs> top so ten, bad. not enough. Uh, well, here's I mean, the we thing. Got top ten, you know. Like, Here, I guess here's number ten. I think, I think if I tell you it's a Switch game, you still won't guess what number ten is. Mario Kart, GTA Five. It is Mario Kart. Nice. Uh, Mario. Never, I never bet against Mario. <laughs> yeah, I guess not, man. I've Mario never Kart GTA eight. Five. But it's why it's still. I don't think we're gonna get a new Mario Kart in the Switch. Yeah, I don't think it's happening. What's the point? Yeah. Why? What? Yeah. What's the point? Yeah. Jones is right. Like, as much as it upsets me, what's the point? What is the point? Yeah. Save it for the next console. The point is I kind of already played this one. It doesn't matter. (laughs) Oh, yeah. For what we want, it's irrelevant. Yeah, Yeah. for us. Yeah. Yeah. This is a brand new Mario Kart game to millions of people every year somehow. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I don't know. If you can have overlap on your product and, like, if this one starts selling fewer, but you've already got the new one out, then you never see a dip, right? 
you know? Whereas if you let the old one dip, you see a dip, and then you have to put money into making the new one and put the new one out. Yeah, it's just weird. It's it's almost at that GTA five level though, where like they didn't Yeah, they didn't need the sequel. Yeah. Yeah. No, Ian, not the dip. (laughs) Um, Oh my god. (laughs) So this segment turned I mean I had a really good time. Uh I, I, that was a really fun segment. Um, by yeah, the way, Mario was. Kart Eight is a three. You know, people talk about it for yeah. generation. You know, for like yeah. you know seven years at this point. Timeless classic. Um, we're not going to hit the rest of the top twenty. It was fun to do the top yeah. ten. Can you lightning round them? Yeah, we're going to lightning round Sweet. them. Sweet. So number eleven, finally GTA Five. <laughs> there it <laughs> yeah. is. Yeah. It must have Those been so bummed not to crack together. the top ten. Yeah. Yeah. Those two are like always running together. I yeah. old, dude. I think from twenty thirteen or something. And yeah. here's here's the thing that I did not think it would be. Review that at game trailers. Uh, yeah. Uh, Red Dead Redemption 2. Oh, right behind GTA PC. 5? Yes. Wow. PC. But cool. still, I think Red Dead should have beaten GTA 5. I yeah. just don't think the online no. is... The I didn't think it would. The handoff didn't happen. I didn't think it would. I said as much, I think. I think you did, yeah. yeah. I think, you, yeah, GTA 5 can do to sell. I think because you talk about online. Cowboys versus yes. Lamborghinis? It's it's just no, cowboys. Horses versus Lamborghinis is never going to win. Mm-hmm. You know, cloppity clop versus vroom vroom. It's, there's no contest. <laughs> you know, cloppity clop versus vroom vroom. Yeah, there's no jets. Oh there's no jet skis. It's <laughs> fair. <laughs> cloppity clop versus vroom vroom. Uh, number 13 is another perennial. It is Minecraft. Yeah. Uh, 14 is FIFA 20. Again, this is the US. If you're confused why FIFA could possibly be 14, yeah. uh, it's just not the right audience for it. Um, well, hey, that's still pretty good. Still good. Um, number 15, Anthem. Yeah. Mm, there it is. Okay. Yep. Uh, number 16, Pokemon Sword. Also worth mentioning. Oh, even for Mario Kart 8, digital sales not included. So oh, Mario Kart okay. 8 potentially sold even more yeah, than okay. what was reported. Pokemon's probably so many digital. Yeah. Number 17, Resident Evil. Nice, dude. Two. 17. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. It is honestly that's good. That's really awesome. For yeah. Yeah, yeah the impact's already happened too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah like yeah. we're we're past the you know, the announcement of the next thing. So. And Capcom's not gonna stop. That's Did what it, I really like. Yeah. They're not gonna we, stop this. Do we know if it sold more than seven? Because seven obviously sold a Ian lot. He gave less us that number recently, actually. I think I Six. looked it up. I'll look it up again. I think it got close but didn't surpass seven. Okay. Yeah, I think so. Well, yeah. not gonna stop meaning what what's the next thing after three? It's Code Dino Veronica? Crisis. It's D- Dino Crisis. It's oh, Dino Crisis. There we go. Yes. Well, they can do Dino, Dino Crisis. Crisis. They can do Code well, Veronica. Like, yeah. They got a lot of stuff to do Crisis. still. That'll yeah. be a test. Or Resident Evil 8. Or Resident Yeah, I'm sure Resident Evil 8 is still Let's coming. push it forward. Let's yeah. go. Not even remakes. Yeah. yeah. Let's push uh, Luigi's Mansion 3 is oh, number 18. Nice. Yes. Good for Luigi. Luigi's good for showing Luigi. Pretty stoked about that, honestly. It's a good game. Yeah. It's going to be hard to say it's going to have an impact. No. I wonder if at the end of the Switch... I, I I do think once the Switch is dead, we're gonna be like, man, all the good games on that console. Luigi Mansion Three might be finally looked back on. I think it will. Yeah, yeah. I think it might be among the conversation. It's a crowd pleaser. Yeah, it's not Mario Odyssey. No, right. And so it's hard to like measure up to that kind of scale. It's not I mean, Breath of the yeah, Wild. It's a much different type of game. Yeah. Cool. You're sucking up ghosts for God's sake. Glad it exists <laughs> so much. Such okay. a cool thing for Nintendo to do. Luigi's Mansion. Just it what a franchise, cool you yes. know? Yeah. Weird launch game. So cool. Yeah, this, uh, yeah, weird launch game I never thought would return, and then they're trying yeah. on 3DS. Yeah. It's like, okay, cool. Switch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's fun. A real, a real cursory look says Resident Evil 7, top 6 million. Resident Evil 2, around 4.5 or 5 million. Got so it. It's, they're, they're neck and neck. Yeah, they're almost. very, very close, yeah. which is cool. Yeah. Um, number 19, Days Gone. Yeah, nice. yes. showing up. Cracked the top Booze 20. man. But I, yeah, I remember that kept rolling and rolling mm-hmm. and rolling. I kept hearing about that yeah. weeks so later it, and was like, 
What's fun cool. about this list is uh, normally when we're doing NPDs and we're like, hey, it made the top 10. It's like, no, it actually didn't sell that well. Mm-hmm. This top 20, all these games are bangers. Yeah. You know, all of them slap very well. And so <laughs> I think that... Uh, <laughs> Still doing it. You know what I just realized? Is no one gets that reference yet. That's a future I, reference. Yeah, you got to dig. You'll get it in next week. Um, <laughs> uh, Days Gone is a success. It's a, it's a big success. Yeah, totally. Definitely. It's, it's not a God of War-esque they success. They spent a lot of time on this game, yeah. so good yeah. for them. Really, really cool. Um, just shoot for 30 hours in the sequel. Days I Gone 2, 30 hours. That's your goal. 30. You're done. Because uh, yeah. Days Gone was too long? Yeah, yes. Jones oh, okay. keeps saying that game is yeah, that it's poor a game. It's yeah. a long game. I appreciate the way they handled uh, post-launch stuff, too. They sure, didn't yeah. do big expansions. They did, like, difficulties and trials. That crazy and... taxi with the golf cart going yeah. nuts? Yeah. yeah, that's fun. So. Really, really fun post stuff. Yeah. Uh, and then finally, new Super Mario Bros. U Deluxe. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to hear about that game again. Impact Level Zero. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think it was pretty cool to see that. Um, uh Good mix of games, honestly. Like we yeah. started off with, you know, some feel-good hits, some in there. sports games, mm-hmm. but yeah, really cool. It, it that list gave me a better impression of 2019 than I think I had previously. Sure, yeah. Like it, those games finding success is a really nice thing to see. Yeah. I think. Yeah, totally. totally. Yeah. Lots I, of stories in 2019. I just wonder how. There's no clear champs. You yeah, know? sure. I wonder how. Like, I want to know budgets, and I want to know digital sales, damn it. Yes. <laughs> you know? Yes. Sales, like movies. Like yeah. movies, you know, yeah, you know they, a sneaker when you see yeah. one. Yeah. Oh, I do. It's so well, it's funny that yeah. it's part of the culture to, like, know the mo- movie budgets. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Box Office Mojo will tell you. And mm-hmm. I was trying to find game budgets for some of these. Is You just can't. Yeah. yeah. Kingdom yeah. Hearts 3. Much more secretive. Somewhere between 50 and $150 million. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> like, so yeah. 149. It's like, how <laughs> different is that list if you throw in digital digital sales, you know? Yeah. How many games get knocked Nintendo's off? Nintendo's way higher, probably, on everything. I mean, all of them are way higher. Like, digital-only games. Um, yeah. I want to do Super Duper Lightning Round. Okay. For the decade. But wait, wait. Those other games include digital. It's just Nintendo that doesn't. Uh, it's not right? just Nintendo. It's Nintendo and Sega and one other publisher. But, but most of, of the top 20, yeah, that was just yeah. Nintendo of the, yeah. yeah. God. Okay. It, it might be Bandai Namco might be the other one. Got it. Oh. Um, hmm. Okay, so of the decade, NPDs, here we go. GTA 5. GTA 5, number one, <laughs> yeah, best-selling man. game of the decade. Forever selling. Number two, Call of Duty Black Ops. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Great. They're just giving me more fuel. <laughs> yeah, Jones, bring it. Bring it. I, I always tell you, Jones I will give you my vote. All time. I will vote for GTA 5. Jones, Jones, if you eliminate nostalgia, GTA 5 is easily the best GTA 5. Yeah. Easily. Easily the best GTA 5? The best easily. of the GTA 5. <laughs> <laughs> uh, See what I did there? Number three. No, it's the best GTA. Call of Duty Black Ops 2. Number four. Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3. Number five. Black Ops 3. <laughs> number six. Call of Duty Ghosts. Oh my God. Number seven. Red Dead Redemption 2. Nice. So Rockstar and Call of Duty. Yes. The, the <laughs> biggest of boys. The uh, biggest. So it means Red Dead did really well last year. Yeah. Is what that really It's funny that you said yeah. Rockstar and Call of Duty. Like those are two. Yeah. <laughs> Call of Duty is its own developer. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, it is. Yeah, Activision well is just be. Call of Duty. Yeah. 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 Uh, number eight, Call of Duty World War Two. Number nine, Call of Duty Black Ops 4. <laughs> number 10, Minecraft. Woo. Okay. Number 11, Call of Duty Advanced Warfare. <laughs> number 12, Call of Duty Modern Warfare from this year. <laughs> Number 13, The Elder Scrolls V Skyrim. Oh, wow. Yes. Number 14. That game's been on everything, too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Number 14, Never Bet Against Mario Mario Kart. Mario Kart, yeah. Uh, Number 15. Before you keep going, are digital sales for this not included? Uh, For Mario, not included. Okay. Never. Nintendo doesn't put them out. Uh, Number 15, Call of Duty Infinite Warfare. 
the wow. the black sheep. You yeah. know? Uh, number sixteen, Battlefield One. Number seventeen, Battlefield Four. Number eighteen, Destiny. Number nineteen, Breath of the Wild. Yeah. And number twenty, Star Wars Battlefront from twenty fifteen. Wow, cool. Those are the best Breath best selling of games wild. of the decade in the U.S. That's a crazy li- like. That go puts, shooters. Call yeah, of Duty. that Call contextualizes of Duty. so much because like Skyrim, yeah, like Brad said, has been released over and over on everything. Yeah. It's so ubiquitous, and it's still what fourteen behind all those Call of Duty. Behind all those Call of Duties. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. That's the thing about Elder Scrolls Six. They're like, there doesn't. We're taking our time. I'm yeah. sorry. We're not. <laughs> well, they better take their time nowadays. Like there's no but, no no rush. And, and so why on earth would we rush at all? So it's Rockstar. Rockstar's <laughs> like, yeah, whatever. Well, GTA Six, we're not worried yeah. about it. We'll do it when Six you need years. to. Yeah, yeah, we're yeah. Meanwhile, Activision's like, call it, call it, call it, <laughs> and they just get away with it. Mm-hmm. In fact, I'm very impressed by the way they are able to sustain that franchise. We can be yeah. cynical about it. That's you know, what 100. Like, percent yeah. That's what I was thinking when we were talking about Ubisoft. Yeah. Just like that, if you look at the decade of co- like Assassin's Creed, yeah, yeah, some ups and downs, some inconsistencies, but overall, yeah. so much quality. Yeah. If, if Grand Theft Auto Six does not have a single player story, I will not be surprised. Wow. <laughs> you know Whoa. what a statement. I get it though. I, think about it. Yes. An online story. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. They do that now. They, they, they do they, online stories. Yeah. Right, but like, they launch with more diversity among that. Yeah. You know that like you create a character and it'll have its own faction or something. You know? That actually be... It's not just pick a guy and rob stuff. It's like, well, what do you, you know, who do you want to be aligned mm-hmm. with? And then yeah. they have their own campaign stuff. I'll tell you, Jones, I think the Kind of like alliance kind of a thing. I think they're too proud of their own writing to do that. I, I agree. I think the Hauser yeah, can't yeah, help yeah, right. yeah, 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 I think yeah, they, yeah. they like they just want storytellers. Sure. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We are storytellers. We yeah, are just, HBO. Yeah. Um <laughs> just want a new setting, dude. Just a brand new Vice setting. City, it's time. Oh, do that'd not, be great. No, do yeah. not do Vice City. Do something brand, brand new. new. I don't want to keep retreading stuff. But even London, which they've done before, like I know, but like, yeah. something. I have mean, they like, ever dude, done like, Chicago? Hong Kong would be a yes, like Shanghai or something like oh. Sleeping Dogs. Never done Chicago. I wonder if Sci-Fi GTA would be fun. It wouldn't sell as well. So let's just say, like, uh, Back to the Future-esque. You know, there's hoverboards, and we're, it's still a, a world we can recognize. Oh, sure. Like, near future? Th- yeah. That I could see. Yeah. I would love oh, dude, a... Like a cyberpunk Cyberpunk I would lo- <laughs> Dude, come on. Next gen, dream bigger. Let's let's go through the decades, man. Let's have, like, Prohibition-era GTA for 20 hours. Then you go 20 years later, and you're in, like, the 50s, 60s. Like, nice. Boom. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if GTA 6 is the entire country. Not yeah. just one city. Over the decades, too. <gasps> I would be surprised if it was that big. I feel like they did that with San Andreas, try to go huge, and it just... Yeah. Too big. New consoles, though. Uh, it's time for this wait. week in Joker news. Oh, I can wait. Oh, we can wait. Oh, I'm... Take your time. Um, come, this is still a thing? Yeah, this one's honestly it's just super sad. Okay. Uh, the Joker finally went to one of his daughter's softball games, but he Joker's pretended to be kids. sleeping the whole time. <laughs> He just closed his eyes and like pretended to be sleeping. Wait, they let him back in? Yeah. So he went wow. to the game. Yeah, and just like sat there, and she seemed happy at first, but then he just pretended to be. Was he wearing sunglasses though to hide it? No, like he because he wanted everybody to see his eyes being closed. <laughs> I mean, I, I heard. I don't about think this he was too. even actually asleep. I think he just wanted to hurt her. Yeah. Well, I heard about this too. She wasn't doing well. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. She wasn't doing well. It's not right. Sending a message. Does you know? she wear makeup too? Like, what it's time for love and respect. <laughs> Family business. Love and respect. Okay. Ooh, boy. How do I get this podcast back on track? <laughs> How do I get us back on track? 
You know what? I'm going to start with a little cute one. I thought this was funny. Hello, allies. Just wanted to share something I thought was funny. Uh, the first time I watched the podcast on a TV with my girlfriend, she said, having seen your f- finally having finally seen your faces, is the one that looks like Superman their leader? Jones? Have a great week and keep being the coolest nerds around. Love and respect, Jan. Uh, kind of? He meant Bloodworth, right? They yeah. Meant yeah. Bloodworth? <laughs> is, he, is he the leader? <laughs> I love that. Um, so funny. That's good. Okay. 10 out of 10. All right, let's do a tough Have you been too. Superman for Halloween, Jones? No, man. Ever? He loves Batman. Yeah. I, obviously, but you can but why We talked about Superman. the curl, though. Boston. Yeah. You could play, that's all you got to do. You spray that curl, and then you can do... And you put off leadership vibes. You can do Superman. Yeah. yeah. It is the hair. The hair is why you're thought to be the leader. Yeah. Is he the leader? You just have, like, a, I guess you just have a visual quality to you, Jones. Just the voice, though. If the I was to do a voice, voice for someone, I couldn't do Batman. I could, I could do a Superman voice, though. What? If I was to voice a character, you do a great DC Batman universe. voice. Actually, probably, probably be more Green Lantern though. That's that's really the, the cosplay yeah. I want to do. Green Lantern. Jones, I really want to cosplay Green Lantern. Of the, I really want that suit. Because I don't want to half-ass a Green Lantern outfit. You know, I don't want to like throw it together. Uh-huh. Like I'd want to like no cosplay. Spend spend Hot a little tier. money on that. We're talking cosplay. skin tight. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Jones, <laughs> yeah. we got to make this happen, dude. Here's the tricky to. thing: Green Lantern has white eyes. What? Green Lantern has white eyes. Well, yeah, because of the mask. Yeah. yeah. You so do, you can put him in the mask. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Deadpool works. Deadpool is the first time I've ever seen white eyes actually look cool in a movie. Like, maybe you can do some cool Green Lantern yeah, eyes. Oh, they did eyes? it uh, Dark Knight, the end of yeah. Dark Knight. I thought that was really clever how they, like, oh, made well, they was like, size white. Yeah, yeah. It was cheating. It worked. Deadpool worked. Okay. All right. We got a tough question, too. <laughs> Deadpool's good. That Dark Knight movie. No, just the way that... Uh, right. So when you read comic books and you look at the cartoons and ca- they have white eyes, it's like, it looks really cool. And then when you see movies, it's like, why does Batman have pupils? And so when, when they finally made a movie where a comic book character had white eyes and they were, they were expressive and it was so cool. I couldn't believe my eyes. Yeah. Okay. All right. Oh, you know what? We got to do this one instead because of our conversation. Hey, allies, okay. look, I know no one cares about NBA 2K, but hear me out. Recently, there was an event where you could earn in-game currency. People were grinding the event to get hundreds of dollars in real-world money. In response, 2K took away everyone's virtual currency, (laughs) (laughs) resulting in negative balances because... Everyone had already spent their VC. Oh, oh my God. God. Allies, has there ever been a situation where a developer took currency from a mass amount of people, I, or is this something scummy on a whole new I level? I cannot think of anything like that. That's so funny. Damn. That is hilarious. Wait, but did they then, like, charge people the negative amounts? Uh, of VC, of, of the virtual cons. Vir- so you virtual... just had to, like, play your way out of the hole? Yeah, you Grind your way out of the hole to buy any new booster packs or anything. Debt. Digital debt. All I can think of is EVE Online just has some crazy stories about the developers trying something or people within the company doing things and their community's like, no. Yeah, yeah, the alien invasion, right? It or just like, happened and like people got wiped out. Right? EVE Online has like in-game Ponzi schemes every so yeah, often yeah, yeah. and like crazy stuff for like real world, like hundreds of thousands of dollars. But it's the same kind of thing. It's None incredible. of us will ever experience it firsthand because yeah. we just don't play it. Yeah, it's, it's such I a bummer. I used to play it. Sam, I'd love I to kick college. off the podcast with this. You know, mm-hmm. this just this headline doesn't penetrate. This is what kind of what we're talking about. When we're talking about impact. Yeah, is this is so funny? They had an event to earn real life it's dollars. So funny. That's already so. Because I was so following along with like the gambling stuff for a bit. Yeah, but I didn't hear this part. I know, <laughs> so man. This is, this is such a fun <laughs> headline. But did they look back and they were like, "Ooh, that was a mistake," or were they like, "Ha ha," you know. 
Who, 2K? Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure they were like, that's a mistake. And well, we're not going to do that again, but oh, it's yeah. like, it's just the nature of this crazy biz. Never, you know, the nature again. of this, <laughs> this, uh, this franchise. Okay. Wow. Um, <laughs> it is Damn. time for bets. Next week's bet. We're looking at Journey to the Savage Planet releasing on Tuesday, January 28th. I'm going to look at the top 10 most recent reviews on Open Critic. How many times will I see the word funny? Journey to the Savage Planet, looking for the word funny. Brandon Jones. Five. Four. Six. Ooh. Three. Three, four, five, six. Ian. I crossed out three before we started shooting and wrote six. Whoa. Oh, cool. So that means three, four, five, six. No. You get super points. You would get double points. I'm glad you're on the bottom because yeah. I'm stuck. All right, I'm gonna lock that in. Jones, you got that sound effect? I do. I'm sorry. I deleted it. Yeah, I, you want me to do it? I deleted because we didn't do it for a long time. Because so we're I doing just, I Wars it for out so long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bring it back in. Yeah. Do you want My Brad bad. to do it? Yeah, now? I can My do bad. it. I can just do it. Ready? The what? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Brad's got it. Okay. I'm gonna add it to that. Sick. All right. Uh, last week's bet was about Dragon Ball Z Kakarot, Kakarot. which released last Kakarot. Friday. Um, we bet how many Saiyans would be on the back of the box. <laughs> Jones bet three Saiyans. Damiani bet seven Saiyans. Guess. Ben bet four. I bet four. Ian bet 13. Do you two have a guess how many Saiyans are on the back of that box? Like seven Saiyans. Two. There are 13 Saiyans oh, on the back of that what? box. What? It's like every Saiyan ever. Yeah. That's a home run, Ian. <laughs> Woo! That's a, that's a hole in one. Hey! The way yes. I thought about that bet was lower high. It was yes. either literally going to be one mm-hmm. and just like, you know, no <laughs> screenshots and just literally just a, a, like a one character play. Yeah. Or just. Yeah, a lot of screenshots, a lot of screenshots five. with multiple Saiyans. Oh. Yeah. I don't even know if there's that many in the game. There aren't. It says, you know, got a lot of, a lot of Gokus. Oh, is there multiple versions of Goku? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. When he said that multiple shots of one would count. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. I was like, there's not even that many, I don't think. Yeah. So, yeah, we got we got hosed on that one. That's a, Wow. Ian crushed it. Woohoo. Yeah. Ian's. Uh, I, I hesitate to say on fire, but just carrying that, heating that up. 2019 energy. Heating up. No, heating up. Heating up. Yeah. Uh, the Gorgeous Gorillas had a streak of, I think, six wins toward the end of last season, and I like think most of those, those were in. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, Pretty incredible. Uh, to the tables, I strike Ian. out most of the time, and then I get a streak Home team, baby. Yeah. Yeah. Ian, have you played? I'm hoping if I talk about it more, it'll stop it. Yeah. Ian, have you played craps? No, I haven't played craps. Okay. I've played blackjack, and I've done... You know, slot machines. Don't All try right. to get him to gamble with you. You can't play I'd, craps I'd unless you're in like Nevada. Uh, Huber, if we are ever in Vegas or whatever, we'll play some craps. We'll play some craps. Cool. I'll play. Be I don't prepared understand it. for a lot of craps with Huber. <laughs> like a long sessions of Huber long gambling. S- I don't like. Well, this. the way I do it, Huber, is I I say like this is the amount of money I'm putting. Exactly. In. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Me too. That's Me good too. way. Me too. Yeah, yeah. Me too. Uh, that brings our totals to Gorgeous Gorillas 2. <laughs> sick Owls 0. <laughs> oh no, it's real uh, sick. It's it's not doing good. Uh, time to talk about patreon.com slash easy allies. That would be the website you would go to if you are interested in supporting the Easy Allies, if you want to find out uh, the types of things we do, which is much beyond this very podcast. Uh, but hey, if you just like this podcast, you should know you could get this two days early. You could get in on Fridays as opposed to Sundays if you are part of our Patreon uh, giving $5 or more per month. And also you get early access to many other shows besides this one. Um, that's it. Brandon Jones, do you have anything special to tell to anybody about? I do. Are there some special people? There are. And they deserve a shout-out. Shout-out to Elfanis. 
Greg the Dark Knight Kettering, Caleb Togi Crawford, Will Schmuck, and Mr. One Luigi. Try not to laugh. <laughs> the, good. the quiver lip. Uh, okay, so who is in... Okay. Oh, yeah. Ian. It's Ian. Yeah, you're, Ian is in the Ian I seat. am in my seat. Ian, you win the right and responsibility to share your Twitter handle with the world. You get to... Ian Hink. Oh, there we go. CK. So Last week I, I you did talking, them one at a time. So I was talking I over you, so let's do it one more time. At Ian Hink on Twitter. I-N-C-K. H-I-N-C-K. Um, uh, you get to promote any Easy Allies video you'd like to promote? Oh, jeez. I mean... Just watch our goatees next Tuesday. On Tuesday, if there's a like a, probably going to be a ten hour deliberation, and then the video that I'm gonna I started working on it today uh, of our awards, and uh, then we're gonna stream live our personal picks. It's just so much work. <laughs> like, <laughs> we were there for twelve hours, dude. I'm so tired. I got sick. It's amazing. Um, don't be mad at us. And if you're gonna, if you're gonna, oh wait, I I have a good final word. Okay, yeah, that's the other thing you get is anything you've disagreed with, want to reiterate, just popped in your head. Uh, you can't make an angry comment on the awards video until you've watched the ten-hour deliver deliberations video. That's the rule. I agree. And you get to sign off with your trademark sign-off. Good night and good game. Cloppity clop versus vroom vroom. There's no contest, you know. Cloppity clop versus vroom vroom.